Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, Season 3, Episode 13. Um, how's it going? It's going good. It's a little on-the-road edition of Oaktown Boys. I'm recording. We are, we've been all over California. Yeah, we got an interesting setup today, so hopefully it all goes well. I'm sure everyone notices the intro music's a little different today. We're I'm trying uh, the intro music, yeah. I'm just on my iPhone. Dan's on his laptop. We're remotely doing this, but... Um, just like the A's, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to work with what we got. Uh, speaking of which, on the field, a uh, pretty interesting week so far. Um, over the weekend, they played the Marlins, um, and got, you got know swept. it didn't go great. Totally didn't go got great. swept. Um, we were off on Thursday, and then Friday four nothing. Um, Edward Cabrera mowed us down pretty effectively. Um, I don't even really know if there's much to speak of from that game. Not really, huh? Not a lot from the whole series, honestly. Yeah, and then, what, 12 nothing Saturday, Yuri Perez, young and excellent. Um, again, not much to speak of on our end. 12-1. Um, it's been nice to see J.J. Bleday kind of back in the back in the lineup a little bit more and hitting pretty well. We will get to that later. But um, I'm also buying it from the Marlins a little bit. The Marlins are, I mean, obviously we are not very great, but they're not bad. Um, they have very Sunday, interesting pieces. Yeah, I mean, Brian De La Cruz, um, Jorge Soler, homered five days in a row, maybe two weeks ago, and then hasn't homered since then, I don't think. So um, he's letting my fantasy team down a little bit. And we but, brought um, we brought Arias's average up to over four hundred, so he should be thanking wild. the A's. Wild. And then he, did you see he's over again? He went over again yesterday. Yep. So he is sitting over five hundred. Yuli Gurriel seems to be settling in. Um, anyway, who is Sandy Alcantara? Sandy Alcantara pitched on Sunday. Continues to be. There's like a very weird thing with him where he is like excellent with nobody on base and absolutely terrible with people on base. Um, but anyway, so the Marlins swept us. We didn't even really. Actually, we were beat, winning 5 nothing on Sunday, and then we gave up seven runs in a row and lost 7-5. So I'm not sure which one's worse, the 12-1, or 12-1, getting smoked on Saturday, or thinking we were going to win and then losing. I um, think that's absolutely worse. <laughs> Being at 5-1. I, I tend to agree. Losing 5-7. Um, but anyway, put that series to bed. wasn't very fun. Then we started the Pirates series on Monday. Um, which started off started off much in the way that the Marlins series ended. Unfortunately, we were winning three nothing. Ended up losing five four. Um, Ryan Noda had a big game. JP Sears was okay. We're walking a lot of people again. I feel like we weren't doing that a ton for a little while. Um, we had kind of at least eased back to maybe two or three walks a game, and now it seems like we're up at like five or six. The <laughs> um, nice ten spot. Again. <laughs> Yeah. Um, nice 10 spot on Monday. Also buying it from J.P. Sears a little bit, too. He's He is looking pretty good and pretty rough, um, in a pretty rough setting. So, love that. Um, Ricker had two hits. Lost, but, you know, that's not the most surprising thing that's ever happened. And then, Tuesday was awesome. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that off the field, Monday was when... The ballpark bill did not get passed, so for a brief like, 12, 24-hour period, A's fans were pretty excited that 
that things had stalled out in Nevada. And then about 12 hours after that, we were told that it's just going to go to a special session, which is happening right now as we speak. Ongoing. And let me tell you, man, legalese is an intense language. It is hard to really tell what is going on at any given point. Yeah. So um, for the past... And they were supposed to meet at 2.30. No, they're supposed to be... Or it's supposed to be 10, right? It was supposed I to think... be 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, and it's been pushed back. And then it got... It's been pushed back, and there's been like a long lunch and some recesses. <laughs> Lots of lunches um, and recesses. Every and childhood be, kid's dream. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That'd be nice. I'll take more lunches and recesses. Um, so yeah, that's also the backdrop with which they may have a few players may have had some other things on their mind on Monday, as the rest of us did. Tuesday was solid though. Um, James Caprillion was okay. Um, I mean, he, he was good, actually. He was good. He gave up one earned run over six innings. Walked five, struck out one. Don't really know how I feel about that. Super weird line, but, but I'm willing to say this is the most fun game of the season to this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than Ruiz went over six. But other than that, it was pretty awesome. Um, Ryan Noda is really cool. Ryan Noda is, is seemingly on base three times a game, every game. Um, and Ripper homered. So we got a two hit game on Sunday and then a homer or no, we got a two hit game on Monday and then a homer on yesterday for Brent Rucker. And if he could wake up again and start hitting some homers, that'd be a nice thing to see. Um, yeah. Jace Peterson went five for five with two homers, knocked in five runs, scored <laughs> three runs. Um, Jonah Bride, two for four. Yeah, Bride's um, been playing really well the last week or so. Yeah, they're hitting the long ball. You know, I mean, Langley's homered. Um, I think we were expecting to maybe see a little bit more from him offensively this season than what he's done. I mean, he's not he's not bad. He's got eight homers. So he's still doing pretty well for a catcher. And uh, admittedly, managing this pitching staff has got to be a nightmare. Um, but, yeah, it was good to see him go deep. And then today, today was also pretty cool. Pretty cool game. Yeah, real runs. quickly, yesterday's game, we were one. If Ruiz got a hit, every single starter would have got a hit. And I texted you today, we need to come up with a term for every single starter getting a hit. I think you did. My first idea was ESGA, which is the acronym for every starter gets a hit. Uh, so we could go with that. If anyone comes up with anything better, let us know. Uh, but we yes. narrowly missed the ESGA yesterday because Ruiz had no for. But today, we got it. We got the Esgas. We're looking. That's the goal now. We're looking to you. Looking to string together Esgas. That's right. You know, or um, at least as close to an Esgas as possible. Yeah, a, a near Esgas, one off of an Esgas, followed by an Esgas is a pretty good stretch. Um, an Esgas L would be every starter gets a hit except one. That was yesterday. <laughs> we're, we're workshopping it. <laughs> We're workshopping it big time. But yeah, every every start and I mean, we were dangerously close to every starter getting two hits. Ramon had one and Langoliers only had one. Everybody else had two or three. Yeah. Including Seth Brown, who is looking like a hot tamale since he's been back. Even even when he doesn't get on, he's hitting the ball hard at somebody. Yes. And Noda Homered. His OPS is up to eight eighty eight. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to do a little deep dive on Noda after we finish this this uh recap here. Because he is hot. Yeah, and J.J. Blade, two for four. Knocked in a run, scored a run, walked. Um, I think we said, we talked about Connor Capel 
Brent Rooker and uh, JJ Bleday coming into the year as people to keep an eye on. Capo hasn't been up, but um, in a season where not many of our predictions from the beginning have turned out to become true, we were pretty right about JJ Bleday and Brent Rooker. They had pedigrees for a reason, and they're both looking pretty good. Yep. We did also call out Jonah Bride making an impact, and he's doing That's it. That's true, right and now. he's now he's now over 300. He had, yep. he had two hits yesterday, two hits today, so he's – and I like him. I like, I like him, him too. A lot. And Kevin um, Smith made his return, so we, we optioned Nick Allen back down, uh, but brought Kevin yeah. Smith back up. I honestly don't really know which one I'd rather see get run right now, but I would like to see us stick with one of them. Um, I agree. Smith looks good. He, he almost hit a dinger today. A high yeah, double he hit the ball pretty hard yesterday, too, I think. Um, he, I think he's, he's hitting a triple a. Yeah, and I think he can probably – you just got to get we, – we do. We just need to give him a little bit of an extended look. Um, Harris looks fine. He didn't look overpowering. Um, but he got, I saw he got, through, he got through five on 75 pitches. That's yeah, he fine. Did, he did what you're supposed to do when, you're, when your team scores seven runs to start the game. Yeah, and Trevor May. Trevor May got himself a save. Um, <laughs> Only because Waldachuk let it get way too close. Yes. Yes. Another Waldichuk seven did walks. did what Ken has been doing. Seven walks from the boys. Love Lady had a nice, um, nice appearance today. Just one third of an inning, but it was, uh, it was a big out at the time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I, we really want to talk. We want to like, we wish we could sit here and talk informatively about what's going on in Las Vegas, but I think we're just going to have to wait and see what shakes out. You know, um, there have been some hard stances taken, I will say, by For some sure. more prominent people than we have had in the past, you know, which is, uh, there are definitely more eyes on this than I think John Fisher slash Dave Cavall slash those guys want on this i think they really wanted to try and get this through quick so that nobody with any know-how could poke any holes in it and that does not seem to be what's happening it seems that it seems to be they're going through it um in a fairly detailed fashion which doesn't seem to be boating super well (laughs) you know totally we've got what was it a senator today sent in sent a letter out to rob manfred just urging him that they should be staying in oakland what they're doing right now is not right um yeah um, seeing well, some yeah senator barbara lee that's I right um, and there's just there's a lot of images representative representative barbara lee okay right. there's a lot of images she and, wrote a letter yeah it's a good letter. It is a good letter. And I, you know, it is her, the quote tweet that she, she posted the letter and she said, the MLB told Congress that the reason they need an exemption from antitrust laws is to prevent communities from losing their teams to other cities. The A's are not only planning to move away from Oakland, but MLB is incentivizing them too. Today, I asked them to stay out of the way. And it's true that it does, it does, you know, I mean, even to the point where there was, there's, you know, there's this conversation about how the A's can't attract free agents. Like what? Like I, you know, how, 
that seemed to be an argument for why they needed to relocate to Las Vegas because it's a more attractive option than Oakland so that they could bring in free agents to play in Las Vegas as opposed to playing in Oakland. How can you make that argument when you just traded away a playoff roster for not a playoff roster? You know, like, obviously, like I, I just – there are so many things that are, like, shocking in terms of, like, statements that they've tried to make as to why this is a good move. But that one shook me pretty hard. <laughs> it was, like, the literally a dude representing a front office that has traded away Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Sean Murphy, on and on and on and on and on over the last two seasons, is now saying part of the issue is that they can't get talent in Oakland because it's in Oakland. They were getting talent anyway. Yeah, not the we had, problem. You know, we had plenty of talent. Could still have talent. And it's crazy to me that John, it seemingly John Fisher instructed this team to be torn torn apart. Absolutely torn apart. And now he's trying to make an argument that he can't build a team. Well, you, you can't build a team. You, if you couldn't build a team, you wouldn't have had anything to tear down over the last two years. You know? So I just, it's it's interesting. They seem to be vacillating wildly between making these like baseball arguments and making these, they, they don't seem to have any sort of well-formed arguments. So they just seem to be jumping between a bunch of things, you know, everything, everything that I've seen has been seemingly very disjointed from the John Fisher led camp. It's a clown show. And we all know that who knows. I, I, we don't even know if like, we're going to find out any resolution today. So that's one of the more annoying parts. Yeah, like we we all think something important is being decided right now, but I'm not sure if any of us really know <laughs> what it means, one way or the other. If the, if the bill goes through or is stalled, whatever happens, because I would think even if the bill doesn't go through today, it's not over, right? There's still no John Fisher is still going to be pushing for it. Um, so yeah, that's happening right now. We're eagerly awaiting the news that. Everybody has rejected the bill. So let's keep our fingers crossed. The longer that gets put off, uh, the more important the June 13th boycott games becomes. And there's also, a, there's also a scheduled meeting of owners on June 13th. So, you know, if, they, if Ace fans pack the stadium and put on a show, that'll maybe give the owners something to think about when they're having to mull over how to vote on this relocation. It is, uh, it's tough, man. It's been a tough, it's been a tough thing to watch because it is just like, really takes it out of you sometimes. You know, I mean, it is embarrassing. It is an incredibly bad look. And, you know, I just, as much as I want Dave Cavill in front of a camera answering questions about why he's doing this and what they think they're actually doing. I almost don't want it because every time I hear something fall out of his mouth, I want to punch him in the face even more. His words have no value. And he, and he seems to have absolutely no idea what he's doing. And I don't know how he continues to be put in these situations where he seems to be one of the people involved in making things happen because he can't seem to make anything happen. You know, I mean, he is, it's been a disaster. Everything that he's been involved with A's related has been a disaster. He is consistently putting his foot in his mouth. You know, I mean, he, and like quickly he will, he is, 
he will write checks that he will not be able to cash weeks later. You know, like he's not even telling these lies over a long enough period of time where they would be you it would, anyone would be able to think you get away. He'll, he's lying about something on Monday that gets checked on Thursday. And he's just like, and it's like, I just, it's, it's hard to even push back when other other fans of other teams get like hypercritical because it's like, yeah, I don't even have anything. Like, I don't even, there's no way to defend what's going on. You know, it is, it's one of the, it's one of the worst looks I have ever seen in professional sports bar none. Yeah. And it's, it's happened so quick. I mean, it wasn't this bad just a year ago. Obviously it was ugly, but the disrespect is warranted. That's for sure. <laughs> well, and I mean, they're just, it's, they're just snakes. You know, it's just like, they're all snakes and they're like idiots, which, Idiot which seems snakes. to be like a, like a dangerous combination, you know, like a weird intersection of like ignorance and arrogance. And it seems like Dave Cavill didn't know anything about baseball when he got into baseball and he hasn't learned anything about baseball. No, he like just he, thinks it's he, a bunch of ducks on a pond. And it's, <laughs> that's all he knows. <laughs> ducks on He's the like, pond. Oh, I recognize that Th- three ducks Boom. on the pond. Boom. Pow. <sighs> but yeah, anyways, I mean, so that's uh yeah, it's the state of things. And, I don't know. It's like if you, if you, I've been obviously we're all doom scrolling Twitter about this, right? And there's, it seems like for every, I think our feeds are probably biased towards people that don't want this to go through, but it seems like for every like one thing tweeted about how maybe there's some momentum for it, there's like three tweets about how most people don't want it, or some representative says, hell no, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I don't know. I hope I can still be cautiously optimistic tomorrow. There definitely seem to be people that are against it. And we are two of them. I can tell you that much. Um, so as for um, more fun topics, I think we should do a little deep dive on Noda. Um, particularly and most exciting to me is he is the American league leader in on-base percentage. He is indeed. Which just is mind blowing. I mean, we had that small stretch of time where Brent Rooker was the leader in every major category. He's still up there, but now Noda has climbed the ranks. He's got a 408 on-base percentage. Um, that's good for fifth in all of baseball behind Luis Arias, Lamont Wade Jr., Juan Soto, and Yandy Diaz right in front of Ronald Acuna and Aaron Judge. I mean, he has been, he's been incredible. And I pretty firmly believe that there is more, way more pop in there. You know, like his OPS, his OPS is where it's at. And I don't even think he is where he's going to be in terms of like hard contact, you know? I agree. He's definitely starting to hit better, but his yeah. approach, his plate discipline has just been beautiful the whole time. He, I and think it he is leads. one of those things where you, it would be cool to see him in like a really, really solid lineup with some good protection, you know, where they had to pitch to him all the time. He's second in baseball and walk percentage at 19.4% behind Soto. 
He strikes out too much. Strikes out 33.5% of the time. More than virtually anybody else in this leaderboard. It is very high. That's a very high number. Um, but, but like the know, next, he's got to be getting some very serious American League Rookie of the Year votes because I don't know. Maybe on base isn't everything, but it's maybe one of the most important things. And the next best rookie that I see is Yoshida. Yeah, and and Yoshida is a black hole in defense, you know. So I think Noda's pretty decent at first. And he's a pretty elite offensive player at this point. Um, he made a very sweet catch today. He did. Over the and, shoulder. You know, that's the other thing, too. If he starts, if he can start selling in and right some days, and, you know, like, be at least above average and right, then he's got to be rookie. You know, like, I, who else is even close at this point? Estuary uh, Ruiz. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think the counting the counting stats are pretty good for Ruiz in terms of stolen bags and stuff. But I think it's got to be Noda. Hopefully other people feel that way. I guess we'll find out when it's voting season. But if he keeps playing like this, like he has for the past couple of weeks, I think he runs away with it in the end. I agree. Um, um, what other topics did we have on our agenda today? If any, those were the biggies. Those were definitely the biggies. We, oh, the, as I, I know. said, I've got one. Wish we the, had more uh, about Vegas. We've now won two games in a row when our players have done a little national anthem standoff against the opposing team. That I have seen that, and I think they need to keep doing it until we don't win. There is definitely something very real about like having some fun while playing baseball. And I, I think a lot of things like that maybe will go a long way, especially with a team that's just an utter disaster, you know? Like maybe don't take yeah, everything quite so seriously. Find a W anywhere you can, even if that's standing off <laughs> during the national anthem against some random reliever on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Well, and you know, like with how superstitious baseball players are, that shouldn't be a hard sell. No. And yeah. I'm quite confident they're going to be doing it again. Next series. Definitely. Um, what else? what is the next series? Next series. Well, if you remember it, we can come back to it. But we got the Brewers going to Milwaukee. We got an off day. So we get to enjoy winning two in a row. Love an off day after a winning streak, honestly. Hate yeah. an off day after losing. Yeah, and hopefully we get to be celebrating one more day of not leaving Oakland. So tomorrow could be an interesting day of celebration or just day of rest yeah we got medina we got medina blackburn sears over the weekend um that's fun so, yeah i like I mean, those if, guys. If, me too i believe paul i believe there's a good pitcher inside paul blackburn that is waiting to bust out again and i'm excited to see it um i love watching medina and Sears is like our best pitcher right now. So, heck, maybe we'll win another series. What if we win back-to-back series? You know, we still got to sweep one. We do. <laughs> so We do. I mean, admittedly, we have a small amount of win, total wins on the year. So the fact that we haven't swept one isn't shocking. But it would be nice to get that monkey off the back. 
And we're we're coming up on that boycott game. That's next Tuesday. Yeah, I guess if if anything, take that away from this. That you, if you can go, please go. Um, I can't. We can't be there. We sadly cannot um, go. I'm thinking about we. I don't know if anyone would take them. I'm assuming we could possibly find someone, but I'd be willing to buy some tickets and give them away. Absolutely. Um, I mean, email us if if anybody if anybody if you want to go and you can't buy tickets, we will buy you tickets. That's so right. If you're listening point. to this, I'm not gonna buy. We can buy. I can't buy everyone tickets. But I can probably buy some tickets. Um. And yeah, I mean, I we're all tired, guys, for sure. <laughs> um, don't know what's gonna happen, but um, we're there with you. The same stuff you're doing, as Corey said, you know, doom scrolling. Finally checking Casey Pratt's Twitter every four to five minutes. We're all doing the same thing. Um, and it might work out. It doesn't feel like it's going to work out, but it might work out. As Harvey Dent <laughs> said, the night is always darkest before the dawn. So my dad literally that... just texted me. He says, oh, it will pass. <laughs> so he's in full <laughs> pessimism mode. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know that they paid a lot of lobbyists a lot of money to make sure that this type of thing would go their way. So uh, no matter what, Ace fans need to be very proud of themselves. We have been shat on, for lack of a better phrase, for Absolutely. decades, just because we play in a ballpark that's outdated. Uh, that's pretty much the only reason. Now there's this whole clown show going on. More reason to be shat on, but Ace fans need to hold their heads up high. I mean, we've raised like 26, 27,000, probably more at this point to buy yeah. shirts for a fan led giveaway. So we're going to be giving away 6,000 green shirts that say sell on them to that Tuesday game. I don't know how many other fan bases that would be organizing that type of thing. Um, and hopefully it makes an impact. I mean, I, I have to imagine seeing a stadium full of people all wearing a shirt, begging your owner to sell the team is going to send a message to somebody. Um, so hopefully it falls on some ears that can make a change somehow. I don't know. And if you do see John Fisher and you happen to spill your coffee on him, we're not going to get mad at you. <laughs> spill it right on his face. Accidents happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is at this point, like high level crime. What it, what, you know, we, we're just trying to watch baseball. You know, we're just trying to watch baseball for the team that we have all either adopted or been raised rooting for. And um, there's a dude who doesn't care and obviously doesn't understand that's really trying to take it all away from us. And the thing that really gets me is there are occasionally you'll see like the John Fisher people sympathetic to John Fisher, like popping up. Like, oh, he's just a guy I caught, and he's a nice guy I caught in an unfortunate situation. Like, no, he's not. He's a soulless bastard. And if he was a nice guy, he'd explain himself, at least a little he's, bit. He's a greedy rat, and I don't think he deserves It's Life must be hard when you're born on third base. Um, and everyone knows that gap stock is crashing, and everyone knows that you are half of what you used to be value-wise. So just sell the team. Just get out. You don't care about baseball. It's one of your last valuable assets, at least that the public is aware of. Um, so just sell it. Just leave us alone. Just get out of here. 
Like, you know, you can make a lot of money and then you can go be a shitty person doing whatever else you want to do. But, um, but there, there's no reason. There's no reason for you to stay involved in baseball. Um, you can, you, you're already rich. It's easy for rich people to stay rich. Go find another way to stay rich. Um, this, you don't belong here. And we don't want you here. And if you don't sell the team, both my grandparents will haunt you forever. And that's a promise. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough times and it really is. Even if it does work out, we didn't deserve this process because we didn't do anything. You know I mean? It's, we've supported the team whenever they've been good. I've been there. I've seen it. So, um, we'll see what happens. uh, I mean, you know, we're, and as we said on the other end, even if they move, we're sticking with them. We will be upset. We will be unhappy and we will not be shy about that. And you can, you can bet on that. You can bet if it happens, there's going to be some thoughts shared on these airwaves. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. And, and the relationship will be damaged. I mean, it's going to take time for us to feel the passion again. Dan and I went to a Padres game this weekend and man, that place is rocking. Everyone is feeling it. Everyone is having a great time. Just all these memories are being made. And they're Padres, really not even Padres good. are below 500. They're underachieving. So I keep arm come on my phone. See me up. Um, I don't know if you got that, but uh, it's just it's sad. This is being there at the Padres game. I felt the magic of baseball briefly, and like reminded me of all the amazing times I've had watching the A's and. Obviously, it's not the same thing to watch the Padres play. Like, I don't love the Padres like I love the A's, but it's just so sad. So sad to think that this could actually be taken away from from the city of Oakland. And Oakland doesn't deserve it. You know, I mean, I think there are a couple people that I've seen on Twitter that are really trying to make a uh, personality out of criticizing A's fans for wanting the A's to stay in Oakland. Nobody thinks you're cool. Um, If you really aren't interested in the A's at all, there's no reason for you to enter the dialogue. Really, you know, I mean, if you want the A's to leave, then congratulations. That seems to be what's happening for the people that are trying to keep the A's in Oakland. I, you know, they're just, it's interesting the type of people that come out of the word, the woodwork when there's a lot of attention on something, you know, totally. Um, trolls love to be trolls. I hope they all step on a rusty nail. Well, and you know, I I certainly hope they maintain the same energy if they are if they turn out to be incorrect. You know, if the A's do end up building at Howard Terminal and it does end up being a really good thing for Oakland, then there are a lot of screenshots that I'm going to be sending back to a lot of people that were very very condescending about a tough time for a lot of people. So if this, if this works out and we get a ballpark in Oakland at Howard terminal, we're going to have to party like we've never partied before. (laughs) We're just saying something to be honest. That first game in Oakland. Oh my gosh. It's going to be be crazy if it happens. All right. Always remember guys, there's a non-zero chance. That's right. It ain't over till it's over. That's what the game of baseball is all about. That's what it's taught us. And it ain't over. It feels over, but it ain't over.
but I think that's all we have. I think that's it. A little yeah, bit of a we, shorter uh, one. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled segments and fantasy tidbits and face off next week. But yeah, we're working with what we got today. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll just, um, yeah, we'll probably just do two weeks maybe of the players yep, that we did last week. It. So hopefully okay. Ben Lively was having a good two weeks. <laughs> I haven't checked in on him. <laughs> well, we shall see. Um, but yeah, alrighty, we will um, we will chat with you folks next Wednesday. Go A's. Go A's. <laughs>